Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gimme Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter, jail, or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto, or that's a fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, your favorite Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And it's March 9th today when you're listening to this. And I know you were all anticipating the return of your favorite show, What You Doing, not Survivor. Yeah. Um, but first things first, let me introduce the squad. Um, you know me best as a duck who loves to run around with a chair over his head, Felipe. Um, and I'm always behind the pack like the rest of, uh, like, all my friends are in front and I'm running mm-hmm. at the end of the pack and I'm not alone. As always, I'm joined by someone who is always imp- impossibly fast, William. Impossibly William fast. I've, I've never been described as impossibly fast before. Well, uh, Stacy Hirano was described as that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, our end credit, everybody's favorite prop comic, Navi. Navi, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm all right. I didn't realize I was the prop person but i guess i don't realize a lot of things about myself when you do these <laughs> intros so yeah you didn't realize you were you were um the prop comic do you have do you have a favorite vegetable that we could call you um rutabaga navi i don't think i've ever had a rutabaga me neither yeah i i i couldn't tell you what a rutabaga looks like tiffany radish navi radish top Radish top. Hmm. I don't think I've had a radish either. Cauliflower top. Oh, I like cauliflower. Cauliflower. That's yeah, a, a, yeah, a tier vegetable. A one plus. A one plus. Yes. Yes. So, William, what are we doing here today? Um. So, I guess before. So, so by the time this episode comes out, it will be the same day as the Survivor Forty Two premiere. And by the time this episode comes out, Will and I will have met in person. Hopefully, yeah. something horrific. Happens. Wow. Yeah. Now, are you jealous? Um, I'm not really about leaving my house, so I'm happy for you both. I, I mean, I'm the only one who might have to leave anywhere. Like, Will could probably stay home and, like, wave from his window, and that could be, yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so uh, Will, what are we doing here today? So, so we did with Survivor 41, we did a must-lose draft in which there were 18 people on the season and we all drafted six people each with the goal being not to draft the winner of the season, Erica Kasupanen. Uh, and Navi did just that. And we tried to think of a punishment for her, but Navi retorted that wasn't Twitter banishment punishment enough. Twitter banishment was punishment enough. So I think we're going to do the same thing with Survivor 42. We are going to draft, list. draft the kid. Yeah, if, if you would post that in the chat, that would be great. Uh, we are going to draft the cast of Survivor. This is a Phineas and Ferb podcast, folks. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> before before we talk about uh, uh, Phineas and Ferb, the episodes Cheer Up Candace and the Fireside Girl Jamboree, we're going to have a very quick um, Survivor draft in which we all try and draft people who we think will not win the season. Uh, so trash if you, draft if you nasty. Yeah, if, if you want to skip ahead, if you want to skip ahead to the Phineas and Ferb stuff, go ahead and do that. If you want to be here for the Survivor stuff, we are going to draft Survivor stuff. Because um, honestly, my thinking is I might forget to bring this up at the end. So <laughs> yeah, so you know, maybe there will be timestamps of when to jump ahead. Maybe there won't. I wouldn't expect it. But uh, you know, just guess if if you yeah. if you jump ahead and we're still talking about Survivor, jump further ahead. I don't know. Yes. So uh, William had Ricard, who got fifth place. I had Deshaun, who got second. And Navi had Erica, who got first. So since William was out of the draft earliest, and by earliest, I mean like an hour into the finale, mm-hmm. um, he gets to decide the draft order for this season. So William, so take it away. I won, quote unquote, won the draft. I mean, we technically both won, just to be fair. Right, 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 right. We, we won, we both won in the sense that we both did not lose, which is win enough for me. But uh, I think the- You lost um, faster. Like I said, you're impossibly fast. I'm impossibly fast at losing. Uh, and I think last year or last season's draft order went pretty well for me. So I think I will take the first pick, leave Felipe with the second pick and Navi with the third pick. And then in every other round, we will we will switch that order. So yeah, so, so it's snake draft. So it goes: yeah. Will me Navi, Navi me Will, Will me Navi, Navi me Will, and then one more time. And then one more time. Yeah. Uh, so, so any any put guesses? the cast list in the in the chat. Uh, there, I, I think I think I know who you're gonna take first. Uh, your best friend from Oklahoma. Is that who you're taking first? I am taking someone who I do have five Facebook mutuals with. Someone from Oklahoma. Uh, I I think I have to take. Uh, Tori Meehan as someone who I think will not win Survivor. Let me be clear. Yes. Um, apparently Tori was number one in someone's uh, rankings for uh, my, I was in a must-win draft. Mm-hmm. And Good for them, but that's not me. No, someone didn't do any research, just did like Google power rankings. Someone didn't do their own one. research, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, like Tori, like, I feel uh, like she has the same trajectory as that person uh, you see, uh, I've, I've seen some things posted on hers and family members facebook's they they yeah. are the types to do their own research uh yeah, you would think doctors would be smarter <laughs> but nope they need to i think both the doctor board and the therapy board should revoke certain 
licenses from these anti-vaxxers. And you heard it here first. That is my stance, official. I don't know if that's the what you're doing. We are we are a a pro-vaccine podcast. Yes, I asked Nathan in our group chat with Navi, uh, what are you more excited for on March 9th, the return of Survivor, the return of what you're doing? He said, well, I don't know if there's any anti-vaxxers in the what you're doing world. So um, that are not like, well, you don't know. Maybe I did argue. Maybe Dr. Schmertz might be like, Mm. I think I can make a better vaccine. Oh, yeah. Who who of the Phineas and Ferb... Ca- I'll think on this for a bit. Doozy, 100%. Doozy, yeah. Maybe Buford. Well, she would be the first in line. Maybe Buford. Maybe Buford. Yeah, Buford. Yeah, yeah I could see Buford. Unless, unless oh, Belgique yeah. makes his boyfriend to get the vaccine. Um, like, maybe some of the fa- Fireside Girls, that Eliza lady could have been an anti-vaxxer. You know, she has, like, some problematic views that she worked in the Cub Scouts of America Department yeah yeah uh, yeah oh poof and pods definitely yeah yeah but going back to tori here um even like d- outside of all that stuff just watching her on that one show that i guess people don't talk about anymore as well as her interviews like she is just a lot and i don't yeah. like okay the one yeah. thing i will say unlike certain other people on the cast i understand why she was cast she mm-hmm. is at least interesting she can speak she can be a, like i feel like she'll be okay in the confessionals like i can at least understand like her as a casting choice there are some people yeah, here I, who I, like can't why she's string. there are a couple people here who are boring as fuck despite their mm-hmm. interesting stories that i'm like why were they picked if they can't deliver stories yeah i was i was i was trying to explain to um my other brother why I uh, I'm like, guessing Sam unless yeah, you're talking well, about yeah, Tucker yeah I was, I was trying to explain to Sam Chand why uh she was my least favorite of the cast preseason and I like did it, Sam not know the backstory well I I mean Nathan Nathan was telling him the backstory but I was I, like even on top of that just like listening to her interviews it's it's very hard to to get across this point uh, without just like hearing her talk for a while it's yeah, she, like, like she's she's not boring, but she's definitely someone who I don't want to spend any time around. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. But I do think like my thing is my thing that I didn't just like like as a game player will like be objective. I think she's like mm-hmm. so overprepared and things mm-hmm. like is seeing like I think there's a part of you that has to go into the show and whatever competition reality show you're playing is just like relax a little bit because you can't mm-hmm. over prepare like the color coordinating things like mm-hmm. i was just like that's too much you have to like you're too focused on like everything that you need to like take a step back and you're not really like observing how you look and like i think there's like a lack of like self-awareness in her i mean clearly mm-hmm. but anyways which is funny because to- she was talking about how she prides herself on her self-awareness but anyway yeah um i'm gonna go with someone one of those people who has an incredible story and I just don't think that that's interesting to listen to. Maybe they'll prove me wrong on the show, but I felt this person was very boring to listen to despite their incredible story. I'm taking Jackson with my pick. I don't, I think also, I think the genie comparisons were there in terms of like super Mm. honest. And did I have genie in the draft last year? Yeah, I think you did. So let's, let's go on with the honest archetype um jackson has an incredible story like being uh late someone who came out as trans late in his life um and isn't from the deep south i think that's incredibly interesting but i also think he's boring as fuck maybe maybe he'll be more interesting on the show but i found him like i found him like i don't know if they'll go to confessional with him 
Oh, I, I didn't see any of those. Yeah, same here. William. Um, I will say uh, I about like him potentially being boring. I do think that like in the preseason, you still have those like jittery nervousness yeah. that you have. So maybe once he's like in front of the cameras and he gets comfortable, uh, I think that maybe he could pop a bit more. It also heavily depends on how the editors use the material that he gives them as well. Uh, I think that's another aspect that we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, he, okay, if we're going like task comparisons, it's the same reason why I feel like Danny Boatwright should have never been considered to come back. Just because if she was actively not trying to give the producer's story, then what's the point? Like, I don't think he's going to hide from this, right? I just think he's boring as fuck. Like, he gives me Chelsea from Survivor Ghost Island vibes or like JP from Heroes, Heroes, Heroes. So I was like, I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to go to him a lot, but whatever. Um, yes. So, uh, Navi, you get your first pick in the draft and your second as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So my first pick, uh, will be Mr. Zach Wurtenberger. Mm. Oh, I love Zach as a human. I like, I love Zach too. I think he's like very wholesome and fun. Are you going for the Xander pick? Like the too young? Well, I was going to. I usually, especially now with how the casts are constructed. I think you had days, JD, like, Liana, and Xander, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Maybe not Liana. You definitely had JD and Xander. Yeah, right? I yeah, I had JD and Xander because I figured that out of the three, Liana is better equipped. I don't know. I find like especially like younger guys, because I think women are just in and girls are just in general like taught to be socialized in a different way than boys are. Uh, mm-hmm. so like I just think that in that aspect he has that going against him uh, but other than that like I can tell that he's like a big super fan and stuff yeah. I just I just I think, think that I think that could make the merge I just have a hard time seeing him win and that might be like kind of your strategy like I'm trying to pick people like I don't know at least last year I was like picking people who I don't know if they'll make the merge but I feel like mm-hmm. Navi was going for like oh this is a must lose and she ended up winning but uh, mm-hmm. Like you were trying to pick people who you thought had didn't have the chance to win if they made it to the end. Um, yeah, well, like I mentioned with like my Erica pick, I was going uh, on the coin flip that she goes pre-merge. No, the coin flip was season 40. Please. I'm annoying. Yes, yes. Boo, mm-hmm. boo, tomato, tomato. Yeah, boo, tomato, 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 yes. Um, okay, and for my, I don't know if you had anything further to add on Zach. No, I just really I, like him. Uh, I, think I like him a, too. He's an adorable, like, he's only two, three years younger than me, but he seems like a sweet little boy. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and then my second pick, and I hate that I'm picking this person, but I think I know I who you're just, picking. Like, but, like, the same reason as Zach, I'm picking Swathy. Swathi, mm. that was who I was going to pick if you didn't pick her because, mm-hmm. like, she gave me big JD energy. Like, she was also all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Will, do you have anything to add about Swathi? Uh, not really, no. Yeah, our second Indian queen after Karishma. Um, mm-hmm. Very different person than Karishma, obviously. Like, people from one culture aren't a monolith. But, like, she's a military brat. Or is she a brat? No, she's a military person. Uh, she's, like, a Harvard student. She's 19, so... Yeah, the youths uh, do stress me out a little bit this season in terms of like their winning potential. But uh, yeah, um, I think we're going to stick on the Ika tribe because I'm going to take Romeo. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think 
between Zach. It's it's also rude of me to pick the only Latino person on the cast, but I have to because I think between him and Zach, I think Zach, I think Ika is going to go to tribals a lot, and I think Romeo is going to be less situated than Zach is. Kind of just listening to the preseason stuff. Um, that I don't think he also gives me Chet vibes, and that might just be because of the pageant, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pageant world. He is friends with um, what's their face, Will and James. So maybe maybe he'll be mm. okay. But uh, yeah, I think the Ika tribe is going to go to a lot of tribal councils. That's my preseason prediction. Um, I don't know anything. Just saying. Um, but uh, is it is it is it my pick? Am I up? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and I've got two. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch off of the Ika Ika tribe here. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this one's gonna be a risky one I think because I think this person is going to go very far, but I don't think this person is going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will take the person who looks like the love child of L.J. McCannis and Christian Hubicki, uh, and that is Jonathan. Oh, I was like, oh. where is he going? He better not disrespect someone like that yeah i mean if you're a white man with dreads i don't think you can win this season certainly not no but i think I, I, like i think he will probably make the finale i think but no i think he'll make the merge i don't know about finale maybe but i also hope he doesn't make the merge if the top yep. tribe goes to tribal council i hope he's like they go vote him out early but mm-hmm. no i don't i don't like him he's another one who's like you're so boring why are you on this show like, I, I i just think facially he looks like christian hubicki that's all Okay. Mm-hmm. No, he's so boring. I don't know how he got cast. Um, he doesn't have an interesting story either. So I'm just like, what? Like, see, I'm like interested. Like, listen to their interviews. I'm like, okay, I can at least see why Tori got cast. Mm-hmm. I cannot see why this man got cast. He was boring as fuck. I fell asleep listening to that. And that's dangerous in the mm-hmm. car. No, I'm kidding. I didn't actually fall asleep, but I was bored to tears. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you taking next, William? Yeah, next person. I think I'm going to take someone who. Uh, could could do very well, but I think also maybe has big grenade potential. I think I'll take Lindsay. Damn it! That was who I was looking at. Um, I have someone else that I was looking at, but that's the number one person I was looking at um, in terms of next. So just to recap for the chat, uh, Will's current team is Tori, Jonathan, Lindsay. Now he has Zach and Swathy, and I have Jackson and Romeo. Um, yeah. And, well, I wanted to see if Navi had any thoughts on Lindsay before we moved on. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no thoughts on Lindsay. I think, I think she makes the merge at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. there's that. Um, I'm gonna take someone that I don't think will come back to me just because I think Navi might be looking at this person. Um, I'm gonna take someone who has the word chlamydia in her Twitter bio. What? Or her Twitter header, Lydia, mm-hmm. um, oh, is going to okay. be my pick. Uh, yeah, I just she's twenty two. That's the big reason. I don't I feel know about like you. What? I don't know about you. <laughs> okay. Boo! Tomato, tomato. Um. So Navi, Navi, uh, what do you think of Lydia Chlamydia, as she calls herself on Twitter? Yeah. Well, I think she'll be in the very least like very funny. Um. I, I agree. I don't see her making it to honestly like even like part with i can i don't think she can make the merge that or i'll say that yeah i think she like, i think it'll be a hard hard road for her to make it to the merge i think people are comparing someone else on her tribe to jacob derwin 
but I think she has Jacob Derwin energy. <laughs> she does. JDE. JDE. Um, yeah, so uh, Navi, you get two picks right now. Who mm-hmm. you taking? So for my first pick, um, I think I'll go with uh, Mariah. Oh, I really like Mariah. She's like a mm-hmm. high variance pick for me. Yeah, she. I, I tip. I typically go for the high variance pick. I can't tell. Yeah. Um, I really like her. Know, She's I one of my like... standouts from the cast. Mm-hmm. I I like her as well. Um, it just I don't know. It's always tough with like the moms, you know, like yeah, they they're not treated very well on Survivor, so yeah. Oh, speaking of moms on Survivor, you know who followed me on Twitter the other day? Who? Dawn. Wow, Dawn. Tori's mom. Fuck you. I boot him off this call. How do I kick him out? Uh, I own the call, baby. Damn it. We should go back to stream here just so I can boot you, and then we'll come back to Zoom. Um, yeah. I blame Navi for not having good streamer capabilities that I can't mm-hmm. kick Will out, but it's okay, Navi. I still love you. Um, no, but Dawn, I love Dawn. Um, and I've been a big Dawn fan. Uh, she should have won Caramel when you heard it here. Probably not first, but definitely not last. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really like Mariah. She was one of my favorites. I think her story is like super compelling, super tragic, but also she's <laughs> such a fun personality. Um, I love her. Um, yeah, so who else are you taking? Well, I don't know. I found that in general, I didn't get a great read on this cast, even like with the interviews. Like it was hard mm-hmm. to like pinpoint like a front runner really. Um, that being said, I am stuck between two people. And I think I'm gonna go with someone who I think will be like, the fan favorite but i don't think that they're gonna win so i'm plus they're also canadian so i'm gonna go with marianne meggie bath's friend uh so i i love marianne as well like i think she's definitely gonna be the fan favorite uh she's in that cuspy spot where like i think she could win age-wise like i think she has enough life experience but like it also depends who she's next to but she also could be like very much like the Christian, the Elaine, like the seventh place Rob Goddess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see that for her as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, William, thoughts on Marianne and Mariah also? Uh, I, th- I think they both have a pretty, pretty good upside. Uh, Marianne is the other person I had in my, in my uh, Randy Newpol draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Marianne, Zach, and Daniel in one of my drafts. Uh, I, uh, the, that's my three in that draft. So yeah, I have Mary and Daniel are my two. Yeah, so we're definitely rooting for all of those people. But I, I wonder what it's going to be like if Jeff flips the boat around. It's like M A R Y A, and then they both like get anxious. What are the votes between Mary Ann and Mary Mariah? And then they're like, no, that's actually a Mary Ann vote. It's Mary A, not Mar- Mariah. <laughs> this one just says goodbye, Denver Diva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so it's my turn uh this person did make it back to me i also really like this person see i really like a lot of these people on this cast but um i don't know if she's a mom but she's definitely an older woman who could fall into the quote mom archetype she's also on the body tribe uh someone says she sounds like krista hasty i don't necessarily Mm -hmm. get that yet but i'm open to it later uh jenny what did yeah, you say? I, I oh. was I was gonna take her next. Yeah, I really liked her. She's like, uh, uh like I like 
15 people on this cast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, uh, and then the other ones are either boring or awful human beings. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Navi, what do you think of Jenny? Her chances? No, I really like Jenny. Uh, I was actually picking between her and Marianne, and I decided to go with Marianne because I figured, hey, at least Jenny has like more life experience. Uh, which I think is important uh, on Survivor, especially with these older casts. So, um, yeah. yeah, good pick. Also, I just realized there's no chance I get Daniel Strong. So, thank God. There's no way I can have him, regardless if he's the, like, I will pick someone else over him. Yeah. So, thank you, Will. Yeah, I, I, almost, I almost gave you the first pick so we could force you to have him with the last pick. Well, I don't, well, unless you and Navi were being trolls, but I don't know. Who knows what you're going to pick? Like, and again, I don't know anything of this season. I have asked for no spoilers, mm-hmm. but uh, like my heart was not going to sure. let me pick. Me. Yeah, I know. So, that. That's why I would have been a troll to make you take him. But we'll see if Navi would have. And Navi would have done it for the memes, right? Yeah. Uh, where have you been? This podcast is all about trolling. <laughs> you heard it here uh, first. Will relates to Russell Hans. That's not what I said. You said you're all about trolling. I he's said, a little troll. I said. I didn't this... realize Russell Hands had a monopoly on trolling. <laughs> yeah, I said this podcast is all about trolling. Yeah, and, we should and... tag ourselves the different kinds of trolls. Will's the insult. No kidding. <laughs> so you think? Uh, I'm gonna take Hoboken Mike. I don't. I don't know <laughs> I why. Like him. I, 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 I thought he was fun, but I, I don't know. We're we're running down. He's to not all, winning. All... Right. He's we're winning. we're we're all down to people who I like. So I don't. I don't know. I'll I'll take yeah. him with my next pick. Um, Can you do a Hoboken whisper for us? No. <laughs> um. So who is okay? We're we're down to six people left. Who is left? Yes. Chan- okay. Let me let me just Chanel uh, High, Drea, Daniel, Daniel, Drea, Roxroy, and Omar. Wait. wait so uh, Chanel, Drea, Daniel, Roxroy, Omar, and who's the last one? High. High. Okay. These are our final six mm-hmm. people I in think... the draft. Yeah, like all of these people, I think, uh, have a shot of doing well. Some of them I like a lot. Some of them I like a little. Um, mm-hmm. is, at this point, it's very hard to pick. I think, I think I'll think i take Omar. I don't know why, but uh, I'll take Omar. Mm-hmm. Omar is going to team William over here. Um, so we got this group. Uh, just, to, just to reset the draft board, Will's team currently consists of his bestie, Tori, uh, and then Jonathan, Lindsay, uh, Mike, and Omar. So I think he has a good gender uh, split here. He has three men, two women right now. I have Jackson, Romeo, Lydia, and Jenny. I have two and two. And then Navi has uh, Zach, Swathi, Mariah, and Marianne. So she has three women, one man. Um, so hmm. I'm trying to think who... Because I try to, I kind of want an even split, uh, but I also someone's staring at me. I'm gonna take Roxroy. I love Roxroy, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he can win. I think. Uh, Tom, I, I, I think I'm going all in on the Ika tribe mostly. For mm-hmm. oh no, I have I have two on the body tribe. What am I? It's saying? it's it's probably just the voice, but Roxroy has big Damabate energy for me. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think I feel like he has. He's very high variance. Like he could be someone who like, oh, takes yeah, control definitely. in the in the first few days, and like people are sick of him, 
or mm-hmm. he could like be final five mm-hmm. um but yeah uh he i i believe he's the only one no longer on instagram because the one and only daniel strunk has now gotten on instagram oh wow yeah so that's what costa told me uh rob's fact checker uh because he follows everyone so yeah so navi clean out your draft team who are you taking we got chanel we got Dre, we got daniel and we got hive all right, so uh, first off, I think my first pick will be Drea. That's who I, I was. I was between Roxroy and Drea as well. So because I, like I think pick. she makes the merge, uh, or I think she has the potential to make it to the merge, but I I think she's she getting is cut. jacked. So like she could yeah. be seen as a physical threat, which honestly, like I think is. Uh, fallacy these days because yeah. a lot of those are balances and puzzles so mm-hmm. like but she has core strength so maybe she'll be good at the balance so. yeah also canadian but she's yeah. living in a- texas oh boo tomato tomato at that state yeah also for the record you survivor casting you do realize that there are other provinces aside from ontario and quebec right <laughs> We'll see. At least there's they're not they're slowly working their way out. I guess. Anyway, uh, Navi wants Saskatoon. There, there have been as many as many people Winnipeg. from. There have been as many people from Canada as there have from Oklahoma. Have there been seven, eight people from Can- Oklahoma at this point? No, only like three. And one of them. Yeah, Tori. Scout Twyla. Oh, uh, wrong, wrong. Been a watching person. And that's someone. It? Was Earl from Oklahoma? No. no. He's from Kansas. Cowboy no, he's... from Big Brother 5 was from Durant, ooh, Oklahoma. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. I'm still upset that he won the Legion of Doom Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. We love Nicomas, though. I don't know. Let's let's uh, wrap this up and uh, yeah, let's talk about Phineas and Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and for my second pick, uh, I will uh, do the mercy kill here, I guess. I'm picking Daniel requisite fuck you <laughs> he's winning this season uh in my heart i actually don't know anything like i had to reiterate but it's a thank you for taking him so i don't have to um yeah so we got two people left uh and thank you navi for not making me pick him uh well i wasn't gonna pick him anyways will was gonna get him if he if i was yeah i i, I figured if i uh, there was a good chance that whoever went first would also uh whoever whoever got tory would also get daniel yeah but uh you know so let me just explain my thinking here i think chanel is higher variance because she could flame out like an audrey she's played orgs she might treat it like an org mm-hmm. but i also think she is like the most knowledgeable of the people mm-hmm. like i think she has more knowledge and like more game savvy than high i know there's a lot of people comparing high to ricard but i think ricard's interviews had gave me more promise like high was more like arid so i'm gonna take high here mm-hmm. i think that might be like Dang. you wanted you wanted chanel on my team i wanted uh, yeah I, I think chanel will do really well i i uh, yeah. uh yeah, so i i was might be like, my winner pick i don't know she, she's my winner pick for the season she's like her and high were the two that i had the best but listen on. chanel could go out in fifth place yeah. i know like ricard did but mm-hmm. i just feel like high i feel like 
is not, he won't be as strong socially or strategically as Chanel. I think Chanel is like better equipped for this game, but I also recognize she comes from the ORG world. She could flame out ethically. Mm-hmm. So like she could be a Jacob Derwin. Yeah. Do you think anyone or like, do you think she's going to know? Um, like, or do Tori? you think anyone's, yeah. Do you think anyone's going to know like, Hey, Tori was on. Someone's going to know Tori. I feel like, I feel like, like it might be Zach. It might be Daniel. Do you think Daniel would know? I actually have no clue. Like, I don't know what his, I know he's like a big RHAP person. Oh, a big PSR person. Chris Hammonds is the other one from Oklahoma. Of course. I knew this. Oh, and isn't Zeke Wait, from isn't Oklahoma? Zeke? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zeke. Yeah, he's probably. I think he's, he's originally. From Oklahoma, I think he's originally he like, from Oklahoma, but was like listed as from California or something at the time he yeah. was on the show. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, uh, Chanel, I guess is the consensus winner pick from YouTube. But mine is Daniel. <laughs> but I also have high hopes for Chanel. I just hope the Vadi tribe stays away from tribal council as much as possible for my own mental health. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. JD from last season was also from Oklahoma. He was a student oh. at Rose State College, the college that I saw Bo Burnham perform live. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's our draft. Let's just reset it and then we can move yeah. on to things and curve. So Will's team. Do you have a team name, Will? Uh, I don't know. That's the, a team name. Everyone and their No, that was a team name. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, like Rudy. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Will's team is Tori. Ro- no, not Romeo. Tori, Jonathan, Lindsay, Mike, Omar, and Chanel. Felipe's team, aka the Dragon Babies. Uh, actually, no, I don't want you to be the Dragon Babies. I have Jackson, Romeo, Lydia, Jenny, Roxroy, and Hi. No, I want my winning team of Daniel, uh, Zach, and Marianne. That, those are the Dragon Babies in my um, Boston group chat. Navi, you have Zach and Swathi. You have Mariah and Marianne, and you have Drea and Daniel. So, here we go. The game has begun, and now we're going to Phineas and Ferb. Would you say the game is afoot? Yes, but Tarzan's racist, so we'll see. I don't know how to segue out of that. Uh, Cheer Uh, up, Candice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we're a bunch of clowns, and we have to go talk about a clown, so... So this episode, it's it's all about Candace being sad and the boys trying to cheer her up. Uh, it starts out the the boys are are building a a playing card tower model replica of the Temple of Angkor Wat. It even came with playing card models of Keith Nail and Kelly Wentworth on reward. Um, and uh, they're they're about to finish their their playing card house of of Angkor Wat. And uh, Candace is on the phone with with Jeremy, uh, and he he's he cancels his date with he cancels their date, uh, and 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 Candace is is inconsolable. She's looking at Quasmo magazine, and it tells her that it means Jeremy wants to break up with her. So she lets out some some scream that is similar to Belgique's very annoying noise from a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, uh, that was like a month and a half ago at this point. <laughs> a few can be five. I don't know. Now I feel like a few is like three. Multiple is like four plus. I don't know. Semantics. Mul- multiple is two plus. <laughs> but okay, math nerd. I don't know. 
Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so she makes a scream, and and the cards come tumbling down. Uh, and and they're like, oh well, I guess something's wrong with Candace. We better figure out a way how to cheer her up. Uh, and and Phineas asks Isabella how to cheer her up, and she she pulls out her her tween bleep magazine, and was like, well, you could you could give her a makeover. And then Phineas, Phineas and Ferb, or, or Phineas is talking about trying to find someone who's good at makeup and hair. Uh, and they, instead of asking Isabella to help give Candace a makeover, even though she has her makeover patch, uh, instead uh, they they get a clown. They get uh, uh, what's that's the, some what's, clown shit right there that they called Schlocko the clown. Was that his name? Schlocko. Yes. Are y'all clown people? Because I fucking hate clowns. I'm I'm indifferent on clowns. Uh, I've never seen it or no. it too, and I won't. And I won't. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen a clown in person. I hate clowns. I am a fan of the of the GIF of Mister Rogers putting the clown mask on. I think that one's funny. Yeah. Chappelle often tweets it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, in, in trying to to help give Candace a makeover, they send a clown Schlocko to her room, and he gives her a clown makeover, um, and it it does not help. Stacy comes in, uh, and and she's trying to she's trying to help cheer up Candace too, and and Stacy is is a very good friend in this episode. She like knows exactly what Candace needs, and she keeps suggesting that they just get her some ice cream to make her happy. Um, and they keep not getting ice cream, even though even though it's the thing that ends up working. But uh, what's uh, the boys then have like a comedy club that they've set up? Ha 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 hut. And and uh, I think it's actually the ha ha hut. Sorry. The, the ha, 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 ha 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 hut. Um, so that's uh, Beljeet's doing like a ventriloquism thing, and he's got a dummy named Lil Jeet that is definitely just Dan Povenmire's regular speaking voice. <laughs> Will's watched a lot of TikToks. Um, Buford comes out as the the prop comedian Broccoli Top. Um. And it's it's somewhat did did I hear uh, Buford say something like whenever they tell him he's not funny he's like what am I supposed to do read? <laughs> I mean reading is fundamental. That's that's what uh, cauliflower top the comedian would do would would read. That... <laughs> uh, and Damn, then... Navi just stone faced you. Yeah, just total silent treatment. It's like she's not even on screen. <laughs> Look, I'm a tough critic. What can I say? <laughs> Navi just did, threw tomatoes at Will. Navi, Navi reacted to my joke the same way that uh, uh, Stacy reacted to Ferb's uh, what's the deal with airline food joke. <laughs> Which that, is to say not yeah. at all. Okay, so I watched the Jimmy Neutron movie right after I watched this, like the original. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of those lines actually killed me. But like this episode did have a couple chuckles. Like I literally like laughed when uh stacy started laughing about what even is that mm. <laughs> um, anyways so then the the next thing uh stacy is still trying to get candace to uh go get ice cream 
and Baljeet gives them a, an invitation to the mix and mingle machine, uh, which is like, it's kind of like that carnival ride that spins around really fast and like you stick to the wall. Um, but it's it's like a mixture of that ride and like speed dating where they, they like talk to everybody on this ride and, and you meet a bunch of people and talk to them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there's there's a whole song that goes along with this that's that's like I don't know, it's kind of weird there's some line in the song about like make sure your underwear is clean it's like a recurring line and i think the only reason that line is there is because clean rhymes with machine um but uh you know it was it was it was a, a kind of catchy song you get some good cameos of like uh one of the guys from Love Handle is one of the people. There's a mime in there. I think one of the the Badinka Dinks is in there. It's a Badinka Dink. Remind me. For it's like who... it's like the Oompa Loompas. Oh yeah, Oompa Loompa. Are you gonna watch the Timothy Shablagu Wonka movie or not? Um, I don't know. Maybe it, it depends on if it's out. Whenever I feel like going to see him, I saw the uh, Uncharted movie this last week. I need to watch I that. I might, I'm, I might actually go after this podcast. It was, uh, actually, no, there's Mafia tonight, so I might go after Mafia. It was pretty fun. I, like, it, it wasn't like a like an outstanding Did work you play of the cinema, game growing up? But I played them, not growing up, but I played it's, Uncharted yeah. 4 when it came out and then went back and played the old ones. See, uh, my Uncharted 2 history is um, my brother got a PS3 later, so then I played it one time at my friend's house, and I loved it, the Yeti mm. level, um, and I always wanted it. Um, and then when my brother and I, we got our PS3, uh, my friend sold me the game because I was like, I want it. And then so every year I would basically like summer vacation, I would play it. I would get to like level 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. And then I would like, I was burnt out. And then the next year I was, I would be like, I want to play a turn again, but I want to start from the beginning. So I've done mm-hmm. it like three or four times and I always get to the same like place. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, one year there's like a lot of ghost Island podcasts that I listened to during that time. Like the, mm-hmm. the Wendell deep dive, the Laurel deep dive, uh, the, all the deep dives from that season, uh, the mm-hmm. Kim Spradlin, Chris Noble, she wants to play volleyball with him episode. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's my intro to, but I still need to see the movie. Yeah. I, I'd say the, the movie is closest to somewhere between uncharted four and uncharted one it doesn't follow any of the yeah. no. games when they when they particular. announced tom holland listen i'm a tom holland fan i mean zendaya number one but tom holland's great too but uh i was like what the fuck why him uh so i'm curious to see how he does i think i mm-hmm. have heard good reviews but i just like him as nathan the, Drake threw the, me off the funny thing about it, it uh funny thing about it number one is that the that movie has been in production for so long that originally yeah. mark Wahlberg was supposed to be nathan drake oh, but he yeah, got he got too about. old that he couldn't be nathan drake see, anymore, i think nathan so drake like should have been like early 30s mm-hmm. that's my thinking but yeah well it's a prequel mm-hmm. okay Good there know. is there is a yeah it, it is pretty much the nathan drake origin story uh, like okay uh, yeah um, I will say my favorite part of the movie is like there's certain moments where Mark Wahlberg goes full Mark Wahlberg like what what is happening it was so yeah. funny it took me out of the film but it was so funny there was my my favorite part of the movie was the the cameo on the beach oh yes that was I will, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that so as not to spoil the people who really want to see the Uncharted movie but I thought that was very funny this uh, cameo in this movie um 
what where the hell were we oh we're talking about uh, uh this mix and mingle machine um you asked me if i was oh you asked me if i was gonna watch the willy wonka movie uh and the answer is maybe uh if, if i decide i want to go see a movie i'll see what's out and and find a good matinee i'm now an amc premiere member is that uh, stubbs? uh yeah it's stubbs Premier. It, it's the one where i have to pay yearly but not monthly the monthly one it's like it lets you it lets you watch three movies a month or something like that yeah three movies a week or something like that but I, 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 the yearly one means I don't have to pay uh, online ticketing fees whenever I buy tickets online. Oh, um, even with Stubbs, you don't have to do that. Or at least for me, I don't. I don't think I do. Are the free Stubbs or the pay once a year Stubbs? I pay monthly. I have a monthly huh. subscription. And then so I get three movies a week. Oh, oh yeah. You, you have the level above me. If you pay monthly, you have the level above me. Oh. I have I, I pay like 20 bucks a year. And so you can see movies but you don't have to pay the online free. So but you have to yeah. pay for every movie? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So you save like $2 a movie or something? Mhm. Ah. Uh so uh the, the... I am in the film industry so I feel like yeah. I should be yeah, watching yeah, yeah. more movies. Yeah. Uh so uh, it Somehow a lever on this machine gets hit. It starts spinning very, very fast and goes up into the air and kind of blows up. Uh, they all land back on her, or they they have like an emergency ejection seat. They have, they all like parachute back down to the ground. Uh, and finally, Stacy convinces Candace to go get ice cream. And when she gets ice cream, uh, Jeremy is is the one working at the ice cream stand. And he's like, oh, I felt bad. I had to cancel our date. I just wanted to make some extra money so I could buy a special surprise for you. Okay. I know we've discussed a lot lately that Candace needs to stop freaking the fuck out. Mm -hmm. But Jeremy is not an effective communicator. He could have been transparent with her and said that's the reason. I feel like it's not a sketchy reason. She wouldn't have had this whole freak out. So I'm at a probably. I think she probably still would have freaked out to some extent. For sure, but... It's also on him for not communicating. That is true. That is that is very uh, true. Can we talk about this mix and mingle thing? Yeah. Um, so have you ever done like speed dating or sorts? Like I remember in class, we did like a speed icebreaker sort of thing. That was like the extent of my speed dating experience. I remember there was an mm-hmm. iCarly episode with speed dating. Mm-hmm. Um, iCarly, uh, the reboot season two comes out next month. I need to finish season wow. one. April Sorry, 8th, John, John. Sorry, John John, who wanted a season one podcast with Nicole that we never did. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Uh, so maybe that will be my next show to binge uh, the iCarly reboot. Um, but yeah, no, that that was like an aggressive roller coaster ride that I don't understand the mechanics of, but mm-hmm. go off Kings, make it. And the song was kind of made, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's yeah. no uh, Yodel Little Little Baby, which I've been listening to a lot. Lately. Yeah, I mean, uh, nothing is. Yodel Little Baby, Yodel Little Baby is. You know is what's so, less disrespectful? It, it, it's it's so not good. on Spotify. Yeah, that is disrespectful. I, I, I also looked at the, at the time that it was out. Yeah. There is a cover that is not good yep. on Spotify. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. I have listened to Yodel Little Baby in multiple different languages at this point. It's funny. Uh, just because I'm a big, like, I like listening to, the, you know what's. My pop culture plug, pre pre pop culture plugs. Uh, the Zulu version of "I Just Can't Wait to Be King" goes hard. Uh, I think I discovered it when like uh, Disney songs in their native languages. Mm-hmm. Yo, that song is so fire. Check it out. 
uh, that's kind of it for this plot. We we see uh, 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 Jeremy and Candace uh, going on their date on like a like a horse drawn carriage sort of thing. Uh, right. And I I think that's it for this for this plot. Okay. Isabella so gets finished. disrespected in, in, in both of these episodes. Isabella gets disrespected by people mm-hmm. not listening to her. Yes. And on Women's Inter- International Women's Month, no less. Yeah. The disrespect. Uh, any any last thoughts on this plot before we? No, uh, go to the better plot. <laughs> Unless Navi has something to say. Uh, no, you can go ahead with the Doof and Perry plot. Mm-hmm. This plot, there's also not not really much going on. Like, it, it's a cool idea, but it doesn't come up like a ton. I think more time is spent on the other stuff. Um, so Perry Perry goes into the lair, and there's these two very big agents. I think one of them's a bulldog. One's an eagle. And the other's an oh, eagle. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know Perry's being like reprimanded by by uh, uh, Major Monogram, and he's he's being put on leave, or or uh, 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 trying to think of the the word not not fired, but like uninitiated or something like this. Um, he, uh, he's uh, decommissioned. Maybe is the yes. word I'm thinking of. Uh, well, either way, so we, we see footage of Perry, like, committing all these crimes. And he's, he's, like, he's stealing some money and then running from the cops and throwing the money out the window. Uh, he's also littering, which is a bad thing to do. Um, I, I'd say littering is worse than disrespecting police. Um, but uh, uh, so he, he gets uh, discharged, dishonorably discharged from, from Alka. Uh, and Carl's like, "Oh, why did you do it?" Uh, it turns out he goes to he goes to stop Doofenshmirtz, um, and Doofenshmirtz has made a bunch of like doppelganger clone copies of Perry the Platypus, uh, and and has been using those to to commit all these crimes and framing Perry for it. Um, and uh, Doofenshmirtz has this very funny line where he's like, uh, "I decided to fu- to fight fire with fire." And by fire, I mean Perry the platypus. And by fire, I also mean Perry the platypus. <laughs> yeah, that was a good line. Uh, so that, that's that's kind of it. That's that's the plot. Uh, there's one that's kind of a little bit uh, Quasimodo-esque of of these uh, clones. That's name is right. Jerry. Uh, but but uh, Perry ends up fighting off all the clones and and destroying the clone making machine and. Uh, Oh, and, and it turns out that the, the, the clones blowing up the clone machine and flying in the air, that's, that was the thing that hit the switch on the mix and, mix and mingle. Or... I did love the joke at the start of the next episode that was like, yeah, usually we don't have to clean up because it usually does it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how it destroyed it. Yeah. So um, that was it. Any last thoughts on this episode? I'm a big Gary uh... fan. Yeah, I really, my favorite part of this plot was when Major Monogram and Carl were just like felt so betrayed and were like crying the entire time, even as they yeah. were trying to impress him. It was very funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also love the, so I referenced it in the intro, the duck was running with the chair yeah. um, behind everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, just a big Jerry fan. So have either of you watched Monsters at Work? I've seen the first episode. So you know who Fritz is, aka Henry Winkler? I think so. He looks like Jerry the platypus. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's a Henry Winkler's Twitter profile picture. If anyone, if not, mm-hmm. you need to look. 
speaking but, of speaking of other uh new things on disney plus there's a proud family reboot yes and i need to yeah. i need to watch it uh i have to get to that that's uh have you seen the tiktoks that like smash your past cartoon moms mm-hmm. i've seen two that are just like the headline is like trudy trudy <laughs> yeah no um uh, people are, who want to smash spongebob's mom we need to talk because yeah. listen despite the fact that she's very absorbent which i heard someone say no nope, uh, no nope, let's no nope. No, nope. I don't. I don't, say, I don't. No, 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 no. Musical break. Musical break. I am not cutting that out, but for William's sake, we will go to a musical break. Fasten your seatbelts. I can't believe I'm doing to meet you. Nice to see you. My uncle owns a pizzeria. Hey, I still love it. We love to bake them. Got any leaves? I'd love to rake them. Here's a maraca. We can shake them. I like your pants. Yeah, you could take them. I love to dance when I have the gout. I like to shoot a bow and arrow. I like to dance just like a fairy. Very small. I need a booster. I'm being followed by a rooster. Yeah, I'm following him. I'm really dull, but you'll like Tom. I drew a banjo on my mouth. You'd never know. I sport a rug. You forgot your socks. I need a hug. I lost it, pal. I'm into sprockets. You'll never guess what's in my pocket. I'm Tom. I'm Keith. I'm Sven. I'm Rex. Next. We got great folks off the street, so make sure that you're Good luck, Candace. Don't forget your helmet. Senior service patch. Check. Running with the goals patch. Check. And running with the bullies patch. Discovering something that doesn't exist, Patch. Check. And we are back. Uh, And we're back. Wow. I'm going to edit this in podcast form and make it sound like I'm the only host because I'm going to step on my toes. I'm going to say, and we're back, like every 30 seconds. (laughs) Just so you can't get rid of it all. Um, Fireside Girl Jamboree is what we're talking about. Uh, my recollection of this episode was very different. I feel like I remember the visuals of the patches, but I mm-hmm. thought there was some other like Fireside Girl Jamboree. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we're not ranking the patches anymore. Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know what the last ones we ranked? We had five. Milking, tongue selectomy, aquatic safety, pitching tents, and sewing. There you go. Um, but yeah. So, 
Let's start with the Candace plot. So Candace is seen in her room at the computer waiting for the Paisley Sidebird Brothers concert ticket. And Phineas and Ferb are cleaning up the ruckus from a previous invention. And they say the line that I mentioned in the last episode. Uh, yeah, usually we don't have to clean up because it takes care of itself. But today we're being good Samaritans, basically, um, and cleaning up after themselves. Um, and Candace pokes her head out because of the noise. <laughs> Poor Candace. I didn't remember this part. And then she pops her head back in and the guy's like, yes, that's right. The Paisley Brothers concert tickets have sold out because unless you put your head outside of the window, you would have gotten them. And she's like, what? And she screams again in her Candace scream. Um, she's mad at Phineas and Ferb. Uh, it was literally a 13 second sellout. Uh, what's the fastest concert tickets that I've ever sold out that you were interested in? Um, the, the ones I probably had to f- uh, fight the most for, or wait the most for were uh, Bruno Mars tickets. I, go to I, got, I, I got Bruno Mars floor seats in the summer of 2014. Fun, fun, fun. Pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted to get over tickets, but they sold out before I even woke up. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a late day that day. Uh, I think Chandler had the same experience getting. <sighs> uh, maybe she ended up getting the tickets. I don't know. Congrats, Chandler. I'm not jealous at all. Um, speaking of, I want to ask Sam and Chan if they have seen the casting news for HSMTMTS. Three and also the TikToks about summer, the summer camp that they've been doing. I haven't, I haven't heard about this at all. I have, yeah. to, I have to ask them after. Jason that. Earls and Corbin Blue. Oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, Maggie Bath texted me. Do you think uh, Jason Earls is going to be masquerading as a sixteen-year-old? Oof. Um, anyways, Phineas and Ferb clean up, and Candace yells at them. Uh, so the tickets were on sale for thirteen seconds. Stacy asks Candace where she's sitting. Candace is like, I didn't get the ticket. But then the TV says that if she was a fireside girl, then she can get a ticket at tonight's fireside girl jamboree and you have to put on your patch number. But she gets locked out of uh, getting the tickets because she guesses incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been locked out of your phone? That used to be a whole thing where you would steal someone's phone and you would just type in numbers to, to lock them out for a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. I, I feel like it's still a thing, but no one steals their phone anymore. Maybe like kids do, like teenagers. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't, I don't know if this is still cool. With, I know that's what like everyone did whenever I was in high school was yeah. try and make someone I have do, like when a I was year in... until you can oh, log in or something. No, I would. I, I never got that intense. I had no. in Brazil. I did steal my cousin's phone. She's fourteen because she was just like glued to it. I was like, I'm here. I'm gonna lock you out for like ten minutes so you can't look at it, so you can actually engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. Hashtag quality time um they got to hang out yeah so uh she logs on to the fireside girl she gets locked out uh and then she calls phineas to her room and she's like that girl isabella that you hang out with she's the fireside girl right and phineas is like yeah and she's asking for her patch number and so she he's like i'll ask her when she's back from her retreat and candace is like no let's let's go there now um so where is this located william uh in the like the uh, the fireside lodge thing yeah it's like on a lake um yeah i'm i'm not exactly sure where it is yeah it's like on some like remote area lake Mm -hmm. like it's like a cabin in the woods basically but on Mm -hmm. um anyway so they uh isabella confirms to candace that she needs to be an active fireside girl to get tickets to the concert but she's going to give more information but Candace, being Candace, 
interrupts. And is like, okay, I'll do it. And so uh, she gets enrolled, but she can't attend any other events for another week. She has to do all of her training. And she says she can't wait a week to enroll because she'll miss the concert. But Eliza M. Fireside, or fi- is it Fireside? I think, it's fire- I think it's pronounced Fireside, yeah. Okay, yeah. She um, a fairy seed. Um, yeah. Fireside. Voiced by uh, Cloris Leachman, by the way. Rest in peace. Yes. Rest in peace. Uh, she uh, is the founder, and she it's like set up like it's a mural for her, but she, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah it, it looks like it's an old portrait, but it's just a window yeah. with a picture frame around it. Yeah. Can I get one of those of each of you in my apartment? <laughs> I don't know if I can sit that still. Navi, how about you? Navi's been very still for the last like 10 minutes. Uh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, she steps out of the window and picture and tells Isabella to read Article 9, Section Charlie, Footnote 6, which says that Candace can become a full-fledged fireside girl if she completes 50 tasks uh, and get 50 batches. Um, Candace is like, let's go. And Isabella says she needs a uniform and they can start earning patches, um, which Candace is like, okay, where can I buy one? And Isabella looks at her and Candace says, so sew a patch, so sew an outfit, which she gets her first patch. Um, were either of you Cub Scouts, Fireside Girls, uh, Honey Badgers, whatever they're called these days? I, I don't know if they had that in Canada. I was, they, a, like, I was a Cub Scout, girls? yeah. I, 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 was, uh, I wasn't like, once it got to be the old, once they called Once them they got really Scouts, homophobic. Sorry. Once, once they were called Boy Scouts, I was not, um, but I was in the Cub Scouts for a while until about like third or fourth grade. I think. Navi, do they have like Timbit, Timbit girls or something in Canada? Like, uh, yeah. So there's, uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Guides. Uh, I was in neither because that's a white person thing. <laughs> yes, Navi, you said it. <laughs> so no, I was not uh in Girl Guides, unfortunately. Yeah, no, like Navi said, that's some white people nonsense. So my parents were like, nope. And also it's some homophobic people nonsense. But Will is not. He got out in time to uh, be an ally. Do fish burns. Oh, we're not there yet. Candace gets started on her patches. Phineas and Ferb plan the most optimal path and design for her to get 50 patches or 49 at this point. Uh, they build this little roller coaster contraption. They have these little uh, torch lights that she can drop behind mm-hmm. um, to earn patches. So Candace has to place the markers every time she finishes a task so the troop can track her progress. So we get a return of the Go Candace song. Go well, Candace, it, it used to be Go Phineas and now it's Go Candace. Go, Go Candace. Can, can, can I, can I uh, give a very surprising opinion? <gasps> I actually kind of like this more than, it like, the the orchestration is much different between this and the GoFundMe, but song. it's the same melody. Yeah, I I would not call it a banger. I would if I was rating it as a full song. It's not a full song, but I did enjoy it. William had to retract his earlier statements from last year because he appreciates the song and put it at the top of his playlist. That's um, not what I said. <laughs> uh. That's my interpretation of events. So the patches include, but are not limited to helping senior citizens across the street, climbing mountains, juggling ice cream, and wrestling an alligator in the sewer, which gave me Amazing Spider-Man 1 vibes, if anyone's seen that movie. Nope. Um, (laughs) Nope. Um, So Candace 
loses time fighting the alligator later after she's completed everything. Um, but she does have to move on to her final task. She has to deliver cupcakes to everyone who ordered them before 5 p.m. Otherwise, she misses out on the ticket because the concert's at five. Which, can we talk about that? I feel like concerts usually start later. Yeah. Yeah. I no, went to a concert the, best- the other day. It started at 8 p.m. Concert of who? Uh, Sammy Ray and the Friends was the band. Mm, Sammy Davis and his friends are cooler, if I'm being honest. And I'm talking about your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Navi, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, I've only ever been to one concert because concerts aren't really my thing. And it was, uh, why don't you guess what Fall Out Boy? No, this is a Canadian. Oh, uh, Nickelback. Beebs. <laughs> Sleepy was right. It was Nickelback. Oh, man. <laughs> Because my friend had free tickets and she's like, want to go to the Nickelback concert? I'm like, I, uh, sure. And I thought it would be fun to like make fun of them. And it was Mm -hmm. for like the first two songs. And then my voice got tired. And then I just kind of wanted to fall asleep. And it was a lot of loud noises. (laughs) Did you bring a book? I had a migraine. It was, I wish I had brought a book. You probably wouldn't have been able to read it unless you brought a headlamp. I thought, um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was about to say, that's the thing. Though we did have, like, those upper seats. Like, we weren't, like, down where all the plebes were. Like, we were, like, in those nice, like, little area where, like, you could get, like, bottle service, I guess. Like, in those little enclaves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was one of those. So that was nice, I guess. Yes, go ahead, William. Uh, So uh, another guy who, one of the other um, triangle area RHAP patrons, uh, Scott. Kirk Connor? uh, Another guy. Uh, he he took one of his kids to the JoJo Siwa concert in oh, no. um, Raleigh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I he was he was posting some some updates from the concert, and I it, it was the the opening act. I don't know who it was, but it was it was someone who like kind of like a kids bop band, but they were they were. Uh, like doing a kid-friendly cover of the song uh, "Fancy Like Applebee's." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it was like it seemed like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Got to be honest. Choices. <laughs> Choices. Um, that's yeah. that song's gonna be on the next Kids Bop, isn't it? I mean, it can't be worse than the. Yeah, they make yep. Kids Bop. Oh yeah, they, they do. They had two versions of WAP. And a version of calling me by your name? Well, I think uh, the WAP was actually people pretending to be Kids Bop. I don't think no, it was Kids Bop proper. They're going to make a Kids Bop WAP at some point. I don't think they are. I like, because sometimes if, if the song is like that dirty, they will avoid it altogether. Mm, they did call me by your name. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the thing, though, is, is like with call me by your name, I think a lot of the things they were replacing i'm not even sure call me by your name was 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 kids about proper either no it was kids up because i've seen the kids dancing in the lockers um and it was like an ad but uh pluto tv everyone uh <laughs> the speaking of call me by your name i think it's almost the year anniversary of uh lil nas x humping the devil for the first time uh fair enough yeah so but the thing is they they um they do a lot of lyric rewrites with Kids Bop, and I think 
if if they have to do too many rewrites, they just won't do the song. That's fair. Like uh, 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 the song um, 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. 24 uh, Karat You have a uh, second verse for the Hustlers, Gangsters, Bad Bitches, and Your Ugly Ass Friends. Um, something, something, show them how, to, how a pimp get it in. Uh, they just skipped the whole second verse. They didn't even try and rewrite the second verse. They just skipped the entire thing. William, remind me, I have a Wanda idea for us next sure. season uh, or this season, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But uh, they're no Paisley Sideburn brothers, that's for sure. I, I thought they were going to have the Jonas Brothers come in because it sounded I like did, the start I did of... too. Yeah, the, 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 the music the, definitely sounded like the Jonas Brothers. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it definitely was a Jonas Brothers parody. I would go to a Jonas Brothers concert. That's one. Yeah, that, like, I, I almost did back in like October. I really want to go. Like, I want to go to the Elton John Farewell Tour, but those are mm-hmm. steep tickets. Um, so I'm trying to like win a raffle. Um, and then uh, I saw Elton John. That was my favorite concert, but I want to see him again. Uh, he, he tells so many stories. He like in between like every three songs, he'll like go on like a 10 minute soliloquy about like his friendship with Aretha, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um everyone then, wants to party with aretha yes uh and then uh so yeah i want to go to a joe bros concert a Bruno mars concert and a rihanna concert those are my top three right now is, uh, is rihanna touring no but i really i want rihanna to turn tour i have a whole i don't know why i pronounced it like actually i know exactly why i pronounced it like turing and that's because of alan turing but uh yeah. finney's and ferb I'm still mad at uh, ASAP. Still my girlfriend. I'm kidding. You know, <laughs> uh, she happens so... to the best of us. Yeah, we're still mad at. Uh, is Carly Rae Jepsen in a relationship? Maybe I don't know. She's she's uh, not terribly public about it. I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she has to deliver to her cupcakes to 5 p.m. Uh, and Phineas takes the roller coaster that they built, and she delivers all but one box of cakes, which are all shaped like logs. Um, are you Girl Scout cookie fans? I've got three boxes of them in my kitchen right now. Uh, oh, from Chappelle, right? Oh no, he no, he sent me the popcorn. Uh, I, I, it was good. It was really. If good I was popcorn. in the states when he was doing that, I would have ordered popcorn too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so Candace, and we'll get into it in the subplot, uh, goes to Doofenshmirtz, uh, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated uh, to deliver that last cupcake. And she, the elevator's out of order to go up 38 flights of stairs. We find out what floor Doofenshmirtz lives on. Mm-hmm. Um, so she climbs up. She doesn't seem that out of breath that I feel like she should be. Um, yeah, that's, that's an, uh, an impressive feat of athleticism. I mean, she does run around the whole city to bust her brother, so mm-hmm. maybe she has good cardio. But, um, yeah, so Doofenshmirtz receives the cakes and asks Candace, aren't you too old to be a fireside girl? And she's like, yes, yes, I am. Um, so Candace runs to where the meeting was held, but she doesn't have 50 patches because she forgot to put her little glow-in-the-dark torchlight nightlight thing on the tracker or in Doofenshmirtz's apartment. So they don't count it. And she's like, I have to run. And she's like, no. But uh, she showed remarkable persistence, according to Isabella. And Candace asks, is there mm. a persistence patch? And she says there isn't one. However, Candace broke the previous record held by little Addison, who mm-hmm. had six patches per day, by getting 49. And Eliza gives her a 50th record-breaking patch. Uh, um, so 
She now has 50. She gets the ticket. Everyone goes to the concert. Um, then Candace, Isabella, Stacy, Phineas, and Ferb are out at the concert jamming. And Candace asks why Isabella, why Phineas and Ferb went to the jamboree with them. And Isabella's like, I tried to tell you this whole time about how I'm allowed to bring guests and you don't need to be a fireside girl. But she will, uh, Candace wanted to become one anyways. And tells her, Candace, you should work on your good listener patch. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the A plot. Um, yes. So uh, also, I guess we can do the end credits right here because it's a, a long version of Candace wrestling the alligator in the sewer and mm-hmm. Phineas hears a, hears a bite and he says it will leave a mark and Ferb says yes, but on the alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I will say uh, the end credit scene reminded me about my favorite part of my favorite video game of all time, which is John Cena's Sexy High School Adventure 1. Uh, where there's a uh, once you finish like one round or one run of the game where you date one of the John Cena's, uh, you can get a new game plus where after mm. you date the John Cena's at the prom, you wake up and then like some stuff happens where you end up in jail and then you have to break out of jail by like going into the toilet and into the sewers and then you have to go fight a Brock Lesnar lizard monster man mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden uh it's so funny and then like also a random like british like medieval knight john cena shows up and his name Mm -hmm. is cena of york it's great (laughs) but yeah that's what i wanted to talk about is that this specific scene reminded me of john cena's sexy high school adventure we need more john cena content because our the press the last podcast that you talked about it on has now come to an end so we need to bring all the john cena sexy high school adventure content to this podcast yes yeah so anyways uh let's go to the doof plot uh between the two doof plots what do you think is better the first one or the second um i think the first one is closer to impressing his professor the second one is maybe funnier okay sounds good so i like i like the broccoli stuff yeah perry goes downstairs and has to jump on the floorboard he flips over and he's in the basement so he has to climb up the stairs um and then do it again on the other floorboard um so he takes he goes down to hq with major monogram who tells him about this new transporter that hasn't been approved for testing on humans yet so perry gets to try it out first which i feel like is animal abuse that's just me um because what if it doesn't work which it doesn't it's very finicky he goes to the fireside girls meeting for a second and he transports out of there um but then he does transport to doof insurance evil incorporated However, he's three feet to the right and falls, but he uses his grappling hook. So major monograms like, oh, we got to recalibrate that. He shows up and he moves out of the way uh, as Doof Insurance puts a little trap, the glass box, which has Swiss cheese holes. So I have thoughts, Doof Insurance. I have thoughts. Um, well, it's so he can breathe. Oh, okay, fair. The breathing they, they, holes. They could have been smaller. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so Doofenshmirtz uh, complains to Perry about how hard it is to have a trap to just have him roll out of the way, but then Monogram addressed the transporter, fixing the three-feet issue, and transports him into the glass box. So, yeah. And Doofenshmirtz like, okay. So Doofenshmirtz tells Perry that he is on a low-carb diet, but whenever he exercises, Millie and Katie specifically, but Fireside Girls in general, come knock on his door, and he buys them as he can't resist their cupcakes, so he has made a ray gun. He will use it to turn the bridge to the Fireside Girl Cupcake Factory into broccoli so no one will get any cupcakes. 
And this is another example of Doofenshmirtz being so extra and not, he could have turned mm-hmm. the cupcakes into broccoli, but no, he needs to turn the broccoli into broccoli. metal into broccoli. Oh, Felipe's dying here. Here, here we all are stalling. Choked mm-hmm. on my water. It seems he forgot how to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that why I need the glass bowls in the box? Yeah. 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 Or, or else I choked, choked on my on water. Your, you choked on your water in the box. Yeah. But Perry ends up unscrewing a uh, screw from the floor during this time as Jewish Mertz is vamping and monologuing. Um, so Perry escapes his cage by throwing the screw at the ray, turning it. it so Jewish Mertz turns the trap into broccoli. Um, and I love broccoli. There was a lot of broccoli in this episode between Buford and uh, mm-hmm. broccoli. And uh, I think Xander liked what we said about broccoli. Yeah. Maybe you have to uh, give the who won the episode point to Broccoli. Big Broccoli. It's, it's succeeding right now with this Phineas and Ferb episode with mm-hmm. What You Do in Recap with Survivor 41. Yeah. I'm big on Broccoli. I love Broccoli. I have some Broccoli later that I'm going to eat. So get jealous, Navi specifically, but also Will. I was actually probably going to have Broccoli for dinner too. Okay. Let's get jealous, Navi. Uh, I'll probably make Broccoli tomorrow. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> get jealous, Giovanni. Uh, our number one Phineas and Ferb listener. He's going to tweet at us and be like, actually, I was eating broccoli too. So, uh, On Survivor Wednesday, you don't treat yourself. You're not going to get a shrimp ring, Giovanni. <laughs> shrimp ring and Skittles yogurt. Yeah. John, John, we need to talk about your food choices. They stress me out. <laughs> hey, hey, don't yuck anybody's yums. No, I'm not going to yuck. I'm saying they stress me out, but if it makes you happy, John, John, enjoy. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Perry escapes his cage by throwing the screw at the ray, uh, turning the trap into broccoli, and then bends the ray to hit the roller coaster accidentally. So that's why Candace has to deliver the last box on foot. Mm-hmm. Perry aims the ray at himself and transports just in time. So the machine is turned into broccoli as well. And Doofenshmirtz receives the cakes, asks Candace if she's too old to be a fireside girl. She says, yes, yes, she is. And that's the end of the Doofenshmirtz plot. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, unfortunately, Doofenshmirtz didn't get to have broccoli, but he did get a yummy cupcake, I hope. What's your favorite kind of cupcake? Ooh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I haven't had a cupcake in a long time, but I do like cupcakes. So, so this is something- well, I know what your um, favorite kind of cupcake is. Oh, like my, my, my favorite kind of cupcake is the uh, song remixes on TikTok. Yes, and Navi's is Misha Tate. Uh, no, actually, I would say my favorite cupcake is the Oreo one that I had a while back. Ooh, mm. sounds delicious. Haven't you done well? Delicious. Um, yeah. So, Will, what's your favorite cupcake that you were about to go in a story about? Uh, you know, we've been here long enough. I'll tell a cupcake yeah. story next time cupcakes come up. I like you have a cupcake. I don't know that I have a favorite cupcake. Yeah. My so, taste to go with the wind. With that said, should we just go to a quick musical break? Yes. Maybe I'll play um, the song that I mentioned earlier. I forget which one at this point. The, the uh, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Oh, yeah, I'll do that one. Okay. And we'll be right back. Yeah. Yenzani Chalakon. I'm Manjangizo. 
purpose here on the podcast if i can't be the and we're back guy okay well i don't know you start you start every podcast by saying and i'm not alone and now it sounds like you want to be alone do you not want us here no i do want you here you were gyrating like a muppet just now you were like yeah yeah i i can't wait to see that in person swedish chef energy um so anyways navi take us through some feedback all right starting with the simps right uh email first no sorry wrong email okay um we're the kids of america i'll sing okay for the bingo fans out there oh this is from okay so we have our our usual emails from giovanni and read a simping uh, one first oh right the simping um um he well, we asked him like uh, like the characters that simp for their crushes. Hey, hey, like, don't generalize. Like, we asked our entire audience. Giovanni is just the most vocal number one Kenny Simper fan. Yes. So uh, his list includes Fry from Futurama. A simp. Mm. Uh, Stephen from Steven Universe. I've not seen that, but a simp. Uh, well, speaking, wait, quick aside. Will, are you excited for the Futurama reboot as a Futurama guy? 
Uh, I never, I didn't watch a ton of Futurama, but I thought it was funny. I thought you and Kate bonded over Futurama at one point, like Kate when she was on the podcast, but maybe I'm misconfusing you with someone else. Anyways, continue, Navi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dipper from Gravity Falls. Again, haven't seen that, but stay tuned to the Dragon Baby feed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cora from The Legend of Cora. A simp. Yes. Uh, Sheldon from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Ooh, that's a throwback. Mm-hmm. Banger of a theme song. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> Emma from The Redonkulous Race. I uh, have not seen that, but seeing that made me think of Cody from Total Drama Island. Uh-huh. A simp. Yeah, well, I can confirm they are both simps. <laughs> and uh, Liz from The Owl House. And that one I need to see. That, that I'm a bad Latino for not seeing, but yes. Is that, is that um, the main character, Luz? I'm not sure. I haven't seen it myself, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Podcast coming to you from me and Navi and Will. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. All right. So, uh, pertaining to feedback from this specific episode, um, Swampy has confirmed on Twitter that Candace is still a fireside girl, yet after this episode, she never wore her uniform again, nor is she seen working with the girls, except for a brief moment in Happy Birthday, Isabella. So that is good to know. And also Giovanni says, first uh, fun fact, this is the first time that Linda hasn't appeared in uh, both episodes that were paired together. So that's another fun fact. And uh, let me check the Twitter here real quick if we've gotten anything else. Uh, I don't believe we have. Uh, No, we have not. So that's about it for feedback. So in terms of our segments, why don't we start off with our, uh, will this make the playlist? And if so, what playlist would this song uh, be in? Uh, so let's just get the elephant out of the room right away. Go Candace Go does not count. Just as, as Go mm-hmm. Phineas Go does not count either. They both so made my just... playlist. Okay, well, good for you then. Uh, so <laughs> I do look happy now. Yeah, I, I, thought it, I, thought it, I thought Go Candace was like fun, interstitial music, but I wouldn't classify it as a full song to put in yes. a playlist. Uh, and the other song, uh, I think Felipe said, was mid, and I, I think I agree there. I yes. don't know that I would... Uh, I've already forgotten how it goes, to be quite honest. It's just like spoken word, Candace's dating stuff. Or Candace, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, a lot more spoken word than it was singing. It was just fine. I mean, we like, we like... Simp, S-I-M-P squares on our pants. We like uh, mm-hmm. Those Boys Are Evil, which is another uh, spoken words kind of song, but this one just sucks. And I'll be, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, why don't we move on to uh, if this uh, certain uh, uh, invention is better than reading. So uh, in nope. terms of the what you're going to do today, um, the first one is Phineas and Ferb helping Candace uh, uh, assumingly get over a breakup because that's what she interpreted the thing as so is this better than reading so what phoenix and ferb do yeah no because they suck at it okay will what about you um let's see the ice cream at the end i would take ice cream over reading yeah okay okay so as a friend as a friend if i was helping someone through a breakup i feel like i would a do a better job than Ferb. but b Mm -hmm. i think your focus is to distract them as much as possible because time heals all wounds so like Mm -hmm. you can't be like doing things to like annoy them because they're already in a bad mood yeah yeah 
Um, uh, obviously, I would pick reading over this. I'm not someone you go to for like emotional support. I mean, no, <laughs> I, I will defend my friend Navi. Navi's a good ear. Like she, she's very respectful. Well, too. Y'all are both good people in terms of that. Like you are, you are empathetic, sympathetic individuals who like reach out to people when people are struggling. Me, an empath, sensing that Felipe's giving me a compliment. <laughs> Come on, Kellen. <laughs> Empathy is your superpower, right, William? <laughs> Empathy, sarcasm, and TikToks. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the uh, other, uh, I guess, is this better than reading, is helping uh, someone in your life get a bunch of badges so they can go to a concert that they couldn't get tickets to. The concert... Actually, no, I'm kind of like Daniel Strunk. I don't love concerts unless it's an artist I really like. So, Navi, uh, did you relate to Daniel Strunk in that sense with his pet peeves? Because I, I texted him and was like, your pet peeves were very relatable. Yeah, I relate to that a lot. Like I said, I don't really like going to concerts. I, don't I hate like clubbing. Concerts. Yeah, I've never been clubbing. Uh, protect your peace. Like, I will go clubbing if it's like a drag club and like there's like an artist I want to see. But like, I hate bars with loud music. I go to bars to hang out with my friends and if I can't hear them, like if it's a, like, I'm not even like, I will get on the dance floor at a club, but I prefer like weddings to clubs. I don't even like weddings. Well, you'll be in the corner reading your book at mine. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I, 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 will, I, will, I will, just, listen. Can I just zoom into the wedding? Now no, that you have to come the- because Ugh. who's going to sit with Will? True. Um, I will, I I will mean, put Will a can dignity- also zoom into the wedding. No, but Will likes weddings, I think. He likes free alcohol. I Is there an open bar? Uh, I think it's disrespectful to not have an open bar at a wedding. I agree. I'm, I'm not shading my cousin at all, am I? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are they I didn't even go. Them? I was busy that weekend, but uh, I heard it was- Would not, you have gone there. if it was an open bar? If it was an open bar, I would have gone. There you go. Uh, I think they had just unlimited beer- and that's it. But I, I need the mixed drinks, especially with the music. That was like, listen, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but it was a lot of like evangelical country. Mm. So that was the. <laughs> not like my cousin's ever gonna hear this, so I don't care. Uh, yeah. Now, Navi, uh, if you don't have anyone to bring to the wedding at that point in your life, I will. You can bring a book, and it will have its own seat. Oh, that's sweet. Actually, a full book bag wow a bag of books uh yes uh anyways uh well what what about you did you uh weigh in on this at all um yeah i think some of the things were fun but once you put wrestling a crocodile in there i'm out not even if it reminds you of john cena's sexy high school adventure the new game plus mode (laughs) you know it's close but i don't want to die I'm, no, I'm with you. Uh, I don't have. I, I, well, I was going to say I don't have many fears. I do have many fears, and one of them is crocodiles. Wow. Well, are crocodiles or alligators or whatever they are? Aren't they like prominent in your neck of the woods, or is that more Florida? It's more Florida. Okay. See, I'm an ignorant Canadian. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Um. So. Did Doof impress his professor this week? I, I think he did with the clones. I think he did too. The clones were really good. What about you, Felipe? What do you think? I think the clones were very good. Like, uh, I, uh, I think 
that's impressive. Uh, and you had the dummy clone, Jerry. So like you got the kinks mm-hmm. out of the system. And I think that's very impressive. Uh, would you want to be cloned or no? No. No, me neither. No. I mean, it would be helpful because then the clones can do all the socializing and I can just chill. See, if I had clones, I would make them do all the chores and I would be socializing, having fun. Like I would have one clone do one job and then I would have another clone do another job, but it all comes to my bank account. Mm, smart. Because mm-hmm. we live in a and- capitalist society. True. Uh, and what about the metal destructinator? Um, she's done so many variations of this. So mm-hmm. probably not. She's probably bored. She's like, I, do this is like when you do the same science fair project every year, like yeah. I did with a different variation. So like one year I did how fast does ice melt if you put salt on it? The next year I did light. The next year, like that's basically what Duke did. I think it's pretty impressive. I think the broccoli's funny. I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Navi? All right. Um, what about you? Do you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, Navi? Uh, I, I, I'm sure I'll give it a thumbs up uh, just for the broccoli thing alone. I think okay. that was funny. Anyways, where are we off to next, Navi? Um, I guess at this point we're at the episode ranking, are we? I yeah, we are. So. I think we don't have any other things. Okay, perfect. So before we get into actually ranking the episodes, we'll just do a quick rundown of the tiers. Um, So uh, top A1 plus never stop, never stopping tier is uh, Queen of Mars. Mm -hmm. And then after that- The Queen of Mars. And then after that, we have uh, Yummy, 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 which is like above average episodes. Okay is okay episodes, (laughs) like pretty average. Okay. Um, yeah, Satellite Fell to Earth is below average uh, episodes. And then Busted is the worst dumpster fire that ever existed, or in my opinion, just really boring episodes. Yes, and I do feel like today, of all days, we have to specify the Nolan tiers because uh, one of them is The Dark Knight, and today is the release of the Batman Worldwide. Mm. Uh, oh, but yeah. So we have Memento and Memento at the top and bottom. <laughs> and then we have Dark Knight in Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. We have Inception for, okay, okay. And then tenant for satellite fell to earth. And then so yeah. Ironically, I don't think I have any Dark Knight episodes. Um, but yeah, Navi, take it away. All right. So for uh first episode, we'll do is cheer up Candace. Um, and I'll start us off here. I'm gonna put it in okay. I think it could have been satellite fell to earth, but I think the Doof and Perry plot elevated. But that's just my opinion. What do you guys think? Do you want me or will to go next? um sure you can go next Felipe I like Navi I elevated it a tier higher than I wanted to because of the Doof and Perry plot uh this is satellite fell to earth I was so freaking bored by this a plot Mm -hmm. that it almost got busted for me but the Doof saved it so it is satellite fell to earth tier for me but I think William yeah I I I I also this is I went back and forth. This was almost satellite fell to Earth here. Um, I'm, yeah, I think I'm gonna switch it. I, I like the the Doof and Perry plot would have saved it, but uh, oh, that, okay. Um, the Doof and Perry plot would have saved it, but uh, there wasn't a lot of it. There wasn't a lot of that plot. True. Also, there was Stacy, and that's always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, yeah, but Stacy got so disrespected in this episode. 
Nobody she always does, including anybody. in our brand steel. So we just gotta we just gotta live with the fact that Stacy's yeah. always gonna get disrespected but deserves better. Mm-hmm. Uh next up we have the Fireside Girl Jamboree. And uh why don't we throw it to Will this time? Do you have any idea of where you want to put this episode? I put this one in yummy, yummy, yummy tier. I thought this was uh, above average. I thought it was, this was pretty, maybe it was helped by the fact that the other episode wasn't great. Um, mm-hmm. And it, uh, part, of, part of the reason why I had it in yummy, yummy, yummy is because I had the other one in okay and had to at least reflect in some way that this was better than that other one. Um, but yeah, this is close between yummy, yummy, yummy and okay. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'll put it in yummy, yummy, yummy. All right. What about you, Felipe? Like Will, I also needed to differentiate the two episodes, and this was slightly better. So I put it in okay. I feel like it's just an average episode. I won't remember it in a couple of weeks from now, but mm-hmm. it was okay. And I, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it. Um, I think the I, I like the experimental stuff when Phineas and Ferb are not building something for their own interest, but they're, they're like trying to help someone, like the Balgeetles, they they did something outside of their comfort zone. And this one they were like trying to optimize Candace's uh, path for patches patch uh, make a pun out of it will patch path uh patches i'm 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 out i don't know <laughs> uh no. yeah so i'm going to put this in okay as well uh, i think both episodes were pretty on par for me personally um uh for the same reasons i think i will say though i do think that both the doof and perry plot and the uh um Phineas and Ferb and Candace plot are more equally are of equal quality in this one. So I, I think it just kind of evens out to being just okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, moving on to our last segment here, the MVP or who won the episode. Um, so does anyone have their character that they have for uh, who they think won the episode? For I have cheer-up? both already, but Will also has his, I think. Yeah, already. these were both hard for me to try and think of oh, someone. Oh, these were very easy for me. Want, I, I gave the first one to Stacy just because, mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't know, Phineas and Ferb do a bad job at cheering up their sister. Uh, Candace is, like, freaking out over uh some minor thing jeremy's a bad communicator uh stacy's the one who like knows what will help her friend and uh uh doesn't get respected for but by the end she she ends up being right the whole time so i give it to stacy all right and what about you felipe i gave it to the one and only iconic jerry the platypus (laughs) <laughs> um, he deserves love he made me he entertained me i love him uh we've all had that moment where we're like we're a little behind the rest of the class and we need to like step it up for me it was in running uh for will it was not in math for navi it was not in reading but uh <laughs> yeah I, I love jerry he's like adorable i love him and he deserves a hug yeah, those are both really good picks. I kind of, I didn't know who to give it to this episode. Um, I had half a mind of giving it to the clown, uh, but mm. I also don't like clowns. So. Thank you. <laughs> I Sure, well, why don't we give it to Jerry the platypus here? Yeah, I'm so happy. Jerry, Jerry oh. the you, platypus. You changed, you changed my formula. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Maybe oh never never mind. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You, okay. you, you yeah, apologize to me. You just you just typed the thing faster than I did. Okay. I um, deserve an apology for that. I'm sorry. Thank you. 
Okay, so uh, what about for Fireside Girl Jamboree? Uh, who do you have as your MVP? Uh, Felipe, why don't you start us off here? I mean, when you have someone who is a distant cousin of one nosy in the episode, you got to give it to the alligator. Also, the alligator deserves some health care afterwards and was not given that. So I think this is the extent of the mm-hmm. love he's going to get from society otherwise. So I'm going to give it to the alligator. Okay, and Will? Uh, I am... I almost gave it to Candace, but Candace had several opportunities to listen to Isabella and not go through this whole rigmarole in order. She could have just been at the concert. Uh, so instead, I'm, I'm going to give it to Isabella for both getting to enjoy the concert and also recruiting a number, another member of the Fireside Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I was also this close to giving it to the alligator because it reminded me of John Cena's Sexy High School Adventure. <laughs> do it, I... do it, do it, do it. Okay, fine. I'll do that. I was originally going to give it to Isabella, but I guess uh, the alligator is getting another point. There you go. Yeah, Navi, Navi got up my back this week. The alligator, uh-huh. the alligator has has now both the alligator and Jerry the platypus both have more points than Nosy. <laughs> Which was the aim all along. Uh, I was but uh, Doofenshmirtz is still very far in the lead with fourteen. How dare you? Stacy has six. Ferb, Candace, Perry, and Isabella all have five. Carl with four. Irving and Planty the Potted Plant with three. Um, and Jerry the Platypus and the Alligator join the many people who have two. And there's also many people with one. All right. And I think that about does it for our segment. So <gasps> no. to... Whoa, I just found out Jerry the Platypus is deceased, but then also I think that makes sense with the episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they... they uh, I also thought about uh, Candace. Di- I, I almost gave it to the something that doesn't exist because Candace discovered something that doesn't exist. Oh, can we also talk about the fact that Jerry the Platypus was whacking Doofenshmirtz with a metal pipe in the crotch? That was funny. As someone, that would have been painful, I feel like. And Doofenshmirtz didn't react appropriately. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, next, next time will be. Mm-hmm. The Bully Code and Finding Mary McGuffin. Wow. Y'all, you know what just hit me listening to the word Mary McGuffin? Uh, it's been five years since we were introduced to Mary Scott Valentine and Trapezoids uh-huh. and that show. That's been, <laughs> that was five years ago? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yep. Because it was uh, right before Game Changers. Yeah. Are we, are we doing plugs now? Are we doing? Yes. Uh, Navi, what do you have going on these days? And what's a pop culture plug for you? I, I heard that you are taking a pause on Naruto to watch Dawson's Creek, potentially. Uh, I, I think I was just saying that just to say it. I, I'm not going to go back and watch Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me anywhere at Because I'm Navi. And as for a pop culture plug, I don't know. I've read uh, now that I have a new phone that has more uh, storage in it. Uh, I've re-downloaded Pokemon Go, and I've been playing that since they now have the Gen Seven Pokemon that you can catch. So I've been playing mm. that. Also, take yourself. Which uh, Gen uh, eight, Nine uh, starter do you? I want Quaxley. Uh, oh man, I wanted Quaxley. I wanted Quaxley. Well, too bad you have. Fine, to I'm gonna it. be. I'm gonna be the the crocodile one. What's his name again? Fuecoco. Fuecoco. I'll be Sprigatito. I mean, I am a fan of the alligator Loch Ness monster family, so it makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, but I'm I'm usually a water guy, like uh, Mudkip. I'm, I'm also. Team. 
my Mudkip is my all-time favorite Pokemon. So yeah, I, I was we were talking about this during the musical break. Uh, I'm usually the water starter, and then I saw Flakeoko, and I'm like, man, this cr- chili pepper crocodile is gonna make me pick the fire one, right? And then I saw Quaxley, and I was like, no, not right. I'm definitely picking Quaxley if I get this game. Yeah. So uh, that's that's your plug, Navi. Yep. Okay, cool, 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 cool. William, what's up with EATB and also my dumbass? Do we want to talk about what I did? No, no I mean, you just you just tweeted at the EATB podcast account asking why we hadn't recorded an episode in a while, knowing that we... Well, well, well so we and then you, a minute later, I was like, wait, no, I asked Will's co-host, I know why you're not, and this was just stupid. I just forgot that we were co-hosts for a second. I was just mm-hmm. like, I miss Robert and uh, TJ and Sam. Mm-hmm. Like I miss you too, obviously, but I get to talk to you. So uh, yeah, like, where's the shenanigans? I'm like, so wait, Sam and Will are at Tucker's bachelor party. Yeah, we've we've got some EATB stuff in the works. It's uh, Ampy season is coming up, our our annual award show. Um, you can follow me anywhere at Davis comma Will. Uh, I have two pop culture plugs. Uh, two of my favorite TV shows are returning tonight. Uh, one of them. <laughs> One of them is uh, Bravo's Top Chef uh, mm-hmm. is back tonight, uh, shout and out to also Naomi I, and right, yeah, I was I was gonna shout out to that. I'm very excited for the the Quickfire Queens on the Silent Podcast with uh, Naomi Calhoun and Nicole Horn and Gia Worthy. Yeah, two out of three of our previous very, guests. Very very fun podcast that I'm excited to listen to, uh, and also uh, Dick Town on FXX. Uh, it's it's a very funny cartoon show. Is that the Amy Poehler one? No, it's it's uh, John Hodgman and David Reese created it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it. It is set in the fictional city of Richardsville, North Carolina, uh, which is which is colloquially called Dick Town. But Richardsville, North Carolina, is based on Chapel Hill, North Carolina, which is uh, the city that I go to school in. Um, and there's a lot of little like references to the area that are very cool. It's also a very funny show. It's it's about a uh, uh, like a guy who used to be a boy detective but is now grown up. Uh, it's very funny. So go check out Dick Town. Um, it airs on FXX, but then on Hulu the next day. Uh, so if if you go to bit.ly forward slash Dick Town, you can find it there. It'll take yeah, you to so the I just page. googled Amy Polar cartoon. It was Duncanville I was thinking of. Mm. But then I found out that she executive produced, creative, and voiced The Mighty Bee. Yeah. Today I learned mm-hmm. that. I did not yeah. know that. So yeah. yeah. Wow, you learned something new. Okay, my plugs. Let's go. Uh, Brazilian Dragon Podcast. We just released a podcast with the great Jordi Cannell, um, speaking aforementioned weddings. Uh, his wedding was a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, we did a motocross on it. Give me some inspiration for a 12th night adaptation for a new movie that I might get my writing juices back again. Uh, so watch that. And then at the time you're listening to this, the Matt Scott, Harry the Spy should be out. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, do pay attention to the trigger warning because it was a surprisingly dark movie at times. So we talk about all that. And Matt Scott is so friendly. I love that guy. Um, then uh, we also will have a podcast next week. Uh, TBD on what that was. It was supposed to be recorded today, but my co-host was not feeling well. So we'll re-record that one later. Um, and then uh, what you doing podcast, obviously. And on the Dragon Babies feed, we got Jay and AJ talking about Pretty Little Liars. The show is cracked. The podcasts are even more cracked. It's a lot of fun. Love editing them. 
Um, and that's on both the Dragon Babies feed, where you can catch old episodes of what you're doing as well, and on the Two Can't Keep a Secret individual feed. Please rate and review everything five stars and leave a review on what you're doing, Brazilian Dragon, EATB, Dragon Babies, and Two Can't Keep a Secret. It means a lot to all of us to get the word out there, more listeners. And then lastly, Promised Land, Hulu's Tuesdays, to Hulu's days, I don't know. But yeah, just watch Promised Land. The cast worked really hard on this project. It's a Latin story and we really want to get a season two, please, as a Latin person who gets their shows canceled a lot, like our representation shows, it means a lot to me if you check it out. Even if you put it on mute and fall asleep with it, just playing, that's fine. It gives us numbers. So anyways, with all that said, my pop culture plug, in addition to Promised Land, is, uh, what is it? I did not think enough. Uh, I guess the Zulu uh, I just can't wait to be the King song. Also, uh, I did plug this in the Jordy podcast. Mimi Webb uh, is a fun artist that I've been listening to. And as always, you can listen to Rihanna, the queen. And Doris Oruguitas. Let's get that winning for the Oscars, hopefully. Um, with all that said, any final thoughts from the two of you? Nope. Next week. Nope. Oh, or, wait, I, I do I have say, one more I pop say, culture plug. I say next week. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead. Daniel Strunk. Team Daniel Strunk. On yeah. That's, that's me personally. I don't know if that's the stance of what you're doing, but I hope it is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, do you lean on Big Brother Canada? You, yes. think we can, you think we can get him on here? No. Got it. Uh, I can find uh, it. <laughs> you what? Uh, nothing. Oh. I think he's too big for us. Yeah. Mm. I, say, I say that in a self deprecating way, not in a he's an a hole way. No, I, yeah. think, I think he's self deprecating. He might like our, our style. Uh, I'll ask if he's ever seen Phineas and Ferb. Sure. He, he did watch Avatar, so maybe he's mm-hmm. familiar with like cartoons of our time. Uh-huh. Um, next time of our time <laughs> next time is the bully code and finding mary mcguffin so until next time corn dog corn dog yummy 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 bye i know you know what you're doing today i know you know what you're doing isabella buford Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you...